This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. Today is Sunday, January 9th, 2022. And in the United States of America, in October of 2021, after multiple delayed held up releases for Bond 25, No Time to Die, in October of 2021, James Bond 25, No Time to Die, had finally been released for Americans to watch. And when it first came out, I did some other Bond-like episodes to build up to it, but have not yet specifically talked about the movie itself. I wanted to, I wanted to comp- contemplate my thoughts and feelings of No Time to Die and not release an episode about it right away after its initial release. Just other episodes, Bond, you could see that led up to it with the Bond content I put out in September, end of September and beginning of October. And also there's some um, James Bond uh, Rumble videos you can find in the middle of my Rumble platform. But in this episode here, I'm going to be going over my list of dislikes, what I did not like about No Time to Die, and in a smaller separate list, in a complimentary second side little episode after this one, I'll give a short little list of the things that I did actually, the, the, the things that I did actually like with the movie. Before I get into my dislikes, I want to remind you of how I'm now currently ranking all of Daniel Craig's movies, the five movies between each other. Depending on the day, depending on the day, Quantum of Solace and Spectre get the last place spot. Depending on the day and time of how you feel, either Quantum of Solace is in the last place spot or Spectre, but they're down for, for, for sure in the fourth or fifth or five, fourth or fifth or fifth or four, four or fifth or fifth or four, right smack in the middle. After much contemplation, No Time to Die is still in the third spot in the middle there, with Skyfall in the second, and Casino Royale number one. Casino Royale was for sure, no doubt, Daniel Craig's first and best movie, and it kind of just pretty much went downhill for him pretty much after Casino Royale with maybe the, how some of how Skyfall was. Alright, now, this movie... And this is why I waited past October to do this. Now in January 2022 is the right time to finally get this out for you. Because I, I had to think about the movie October, November, December. Think about it from how... I went to see it theatrically for the first time with my mom and the second time by myself. And after the second time by myself, I knew that I did not want to see it a third time. Theatrically, anyway. I did not want to see it theatrically a third time. And I'm most likely probably not buying the home release of it either. Just the theatrical times. No buying at, no, no buying from, no, no buying for it at home. And, uh, yeah. But let's get right into this. Uh, the, okay. Before I get into my dislikes, I just want to say again, this movie for me was very disappointing or it was somewhat disappointing. And it was for sure, no doubt, this movie was divisive. This movie was very divisive 
divisive and polarizing. My first dislike in this episode of my dislikes of James Bond, No Time to Die, Bond 25. My first dislike is the scientist character. The guy that played the scientist was very annoying and irritating. The scientist guy character, he was out throughout the, he was there in the entire, the entire movie from the, from the beginning to the end. He was annoying and irritating the whole movie. And what's interesting about that is the character of the scientist guy was annoying and irritating, but he was in an interview. He was being interviewed as his, his, himself, his regular person himself. He was interviewed about the movie. And when he was interviewed by someone, in the interview, the regular guy himself, not playing the character, seemed kind of chill and cool. But it just seems like how he played off the character was very annoying, very irritating. But in the interview, he seemed pretty not the opposite of his character. And... But yeah, the, 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 I can't, I, that's another reason I wouldn't go see it a third time or watch the movie too much is that just the scientist was not something I liked on how, how he was. He was like... I want to say he's... I want to say he's even worse. He's even worse than the Boris character in GoldenEye. Like, way worse than Boris in GoldenEye. At least to me, anyway. The second dislike outside of the scientist now is the character of Logan Ash... Logan Ash, the CIA agent guy who ended up getting, um, who ended up getting Felix Slater killed, or to, to Felix Slater dying. So yeah, I'm going to have in the title of this, in the titles for both of these, it's going to say spoilers. So just know when I'm finally talking about this movie three months later and I waited enough time that I could think about it and get some other people to get a chance to see the movie for, movie for themselves as well. That with spoilers, I'll let you know there's spoilers like with characters dying and such, like I just said. But like, yeah, I didn't like Logan Ash. When I saw Logan Ash in his very first frame shot, in the very first scene he was in, I knew Logan Ash was a bad guy. Oh, that reminds me about the scientist. I thought be- before this movie came out and they mentioned in the plot of the story that there was going to be a scientist. I thought they were rescuing or trying to pick up a good scientist because usually for the most part, scientists are good. But the scientist as he plays in this movie, he's definitely not good. He's quite bad, very bad. So I I totally misread what they meant to rescue a scientist when in the actual movie itself, it's a bad scientist and not a good one. Dislike. Anna de Armas Paloma, who I do like, in the Cuba stuff, Anna de Armas, Anna de Armas Paloma should have been in the movie way more than she was actually in. That's the next part of this list. Oh, sorry, I skipped one. I'll go back to it next. Hold on. But anyway, yeah, as I'm saying now, though, Anna de Armas as Paloma should have been in the movie way longer than she was actually in. She was actually one of the best parts of the movie. Cuba was best, one of the best parts of the movie, and Anna de Armas was in it what was... One of the best parts of the movie, and the fun part with the cube was being very fun. She should, she she herself should have been in the movie way, way more than she was. She should have been the spy agent to go with Daniel Craig along the whole entire movie. Which now makes to this point, which I skipped over uh, between Logan Ash, between having in the middle between Logan Ash and the scientist in the notes that I'm trying to read my own handwriting. Where it says the character Nomi, Nomi, who's designed the 007 status. 
She was unnecessary. She was unnecessary. No me, 007. I didn't care for that character. Wasn't necessary. It should have been Paloma with Bond the whole time, the whole the whole movie, and not no me, no me, no me, 007. I did. We could really just go on without Nomi 007 completely. I just had. Uh, would have been better if just like Anna de Armas as Paloma would have been with Bond the whole time. All right. The next in my notes, the next dislike I have about No Time that I don't like about it, No Time to Die, is that there was barely any sex in it. There was barely any sex. I think the sex may have been in uh, Italy in the beginning between Bond and Madeline while they're in their uh, hotel room or something. I think that was what that was. But um, outside of that, there's barely any sex in any other scenes. Uh, I, I don't understand that choice. Also, another dislike is mostly any, mostly anything or everything that comes after the talking with Blofeld scene. After James Bond talked with Blofeld inside his cell, the whole rest of the movie after that kind of went downhill. So, basically, the second half of the movie, or definitely from the third act climax on, anything that happened after talking with Blofeld was not very good. All right, my next dislike I have written down here is that I did not like how M how M was re- represented in this movie by uh, Ralph Ralph Fiennes. I have you pronounced his first name. Uh, he he was one of the he seemed to be one of the characters that contributed to what happened with Bond in a negative way at the end of the movie. You know what I mean once you see it. So I didn't like anything with M in the entire movie. With the exception of read, what, with the exception of when he uh, um, read that Jack London quote at the end, and you know what I'm talking about about a Jack London quote, which you will hear at the end. You'll know what I'm talking about. Next, dislike about the movie, but yeah, this movie was definitely very divisive and polarizing, and I believe will be for many years. My next dislike about this movie is. The state, the one little scene stating that Q, that Q, that Q, Q, um, that Q being gay. Another, Q being gay in the little scene there at his place to state that he's gay. That was unnecessary. We don't, we don't need, we don't need to hear about, hear, hear, hear about that. We don't need to hear Q is gay in, um, the Q house scene. And again, no mean 007 wasn't necessary. How much better the movie would have been if End of Armis was in the movie so much longer. I think I don't think people would complain if Anna de Armas Palumbo was in the movie longer, but we really could do without Nomi. Um let's see. Oh, okay, next next dislike, next bad thing about the movie. This movie was entirely too long. In a in a bad way, the pacing too long, and it's the longest Bond movie yet ever at two hours and forty some minutes. The um the opening title see the opening title see the opening titles doesn't even come into the movie until twenty some minute twenty some minutes into the movie, making this the biggest, highest, longest opening uh, pre-title sequence, uh, beating out the world is not enough. World wasn't the world is not enough. Nineteen ninety nine was the longest at fourteen or fifteen minutes until No Time to Die is now at um, 20, 20, 20 some minutes. 
um, in, in, until the titles come up actually into a two hour and 40 some minute movie my next my next dislike well I, I'm going to put action in both lists but I'm just going to say for the negative dislikes I would just say that the action was okay but that it still could have been better Next dislike. Blofeld in this movie was underutilized and phys physically should have been the movie physically should have been in the movie a lot longer and not just for that cell scene and not for that just not for that just little voice scene also in the opening uh, action sequence that uh, I said that he should have just been used in a way where he does what he did more than even than he did Inspector at least in my opinion. My next dislike is that there could have been more done with Safin's garden. When you see Safin's garden in the third act, they could have done a whole lot more with that whole garden that he has and how, what, how the garden works with things. I'm looking at my notes, trying to read my own handwriting, make sure I don't forget anything. I'm gonna say that towards. The, I'm gonna say that at the end. Those two parts at the end. All right, back back more about Safin though. Outside the garden itself, Safin the villain. He had a great part of himself in the opening action sequence when Madeline was younger. But other than that first part in the very beginning, in that first pre-opening, he was a poor villain and underutilized. And you don't really understand his motivations. And I think in the whole Daniel Craig era, I think um, Silva is going to come off as the best villain in the series for, uh, for the Daniel Craig stuff. But yes, yeah, Safin could have been so much... The Safin character should have been done in, in, in a way that was more satisfying. Trying to read my own handwriting. Hold on here. Okay, and the last few things I want to say about dislikes are is are is uh, it had all the main it had all three major male characters die, all three major male male characters die, and all the ma and all the female characters live, which usually in these movies there's maybe yeah there's some guy deaths but usually also at least some women die. And by the way, no woman died. No women died either. If you didn't notice, Inspector in Inspector 2015, no women died at all either. At least no, none of them ones that we were saw and watched about. Okay. So yeah, all the male, male, male uh, the first Felix Leiter, then Blofeld, and then James Bond himself. Which is, I, I, I have to talk about that a bit. But yeah, all major male characters died. All the women lo lived. Oh, wait, next thing I want to say, parts of the movie felt like Daniel Craig was playing James Bond as Daniel Craig, Daniel, Daniel Craig being Daniel Craig, and not as Bond himself. And then, and then this last thing about, I lost with Daniel Craig, which is 
Daniel Craig's ultimate final decision for the end of the movie. I, I, I don't I don't like that decision. I think Daniel Craig had a big had a big say on how this movie was going to end and how his character was going to end. And I just I don't know if it was the right move. Um, more more so because there weren't enough steps steps leading up to it that was satisfying for a lot of people that watch this. It could have if if that was going to be the route they're taking, they could have led up to it in other ways that made more sense. And also one more thing about Daniel Craig. I, I wanted to see him come back for a sixth time. So the dislike negative is that he's not coming back for a sixth time performance, a sixth time in the role. So let's re real, real quick recap on the dislikes. Don't like Logan Ash. Oops, wait, sorry. Now we're back. Okay, screensaver. Um, I do not care for the scientist character from beginning to end. He was very annoying and irritating. But in an interview, he's as a his regular himself, he, a regular guy. He seemed he the real guy seemed more cool and chill than how his character was. And I would have to say this scientist guy was probably even more no annoying and irritating than uh than Boris from Goldeneye. Logan Ash knew he's bad from the first scene. Uh, it was he got a good death. James Bond had a good death of kill James Bond killing Logan Ash in the one scene towards the end. Nomi 007 was unnecessary. Anna DeArmas should have been in the movie way more. She should have been with Bond throughout the whole movie. That would have been so, so much better if it was like that. There was barely, barely any sex in this movie. Where the hell is sex? There's no sex in 2021? Just because what? Of, uh... These late... However these new times are. Uh, the second, the second half of the movie and anything after Blofeld was blah. M was not uh, well in his his story for his part, for the most part of this movie, and for the story, with the exception of the Jack London quote. They didn't need to, they didn't need to hear about Q being gay. That was also unnecessary, just like Naomi. The movie was too long, with two hours and 40-some minutes, the longest Bond movie ever. They could have cut some, of the some, some parts of the movie to make it shorter. This movie is definitely going to be divisive and polarizing. They didn't do enough with Saf Safin's garden. Blofeld should have been in the movie physically longer, added more of a story with him, and they didn't do enough with him. They just wasted it. They just wasted Christoph, Christoph Waltz again. They just wasted Christoph Waltz in a second movie with this. The action was okay. Safin could have been so much better for the villain-wise. All, all major male characters died. All the women lived. Sometimes I feel like Daniel Craig was playing Bond as Daniel Craig, being Daniel Craig and not as Bond. Uh, his ultimate final decision that he, for his character, I don't, I don't, uh, was was um. Well, I, it's gonna it's gonna have some people pissed off. I'll put it that way, and that he's not coming back for a sixth time. So those were my all my main notes. I hope I didn't miss anything. Trying to make sure I don't miss anything. It's trying to read my own handwriting. But yeah, this was, um... I mean, it's like, it's a middle... It's an okay movie, but like, again, the first first half was good. Second half, blah. Specific notes on, I said on, what, what were specifics about the dislikes. Um, and that's about... That's about it. And again, the ranking is, depending on the day, it's either Quantum at 5 or Spectre at 5 and or 
yeah, or Spectroid 4 or Spectroid 5. They kind of go interchanging with No Time to Die kind of being in the middle at number three, with Skyfall 2 and then Casino Royale for sure, no doubt, is one. Um, yeah, but I had to wait now till January 2022 to have you out this uh, little No Time to Die little review here. Well, at least of all the dislikes. And, um, in the next, uh, tune in, tune in to the same channel, T tune in to the same channel next time where I'll be going over my way shorter list when it won't, it won't be as long of a uh, episode to do where I list my few little likes about the movie. Yes, I did not miss any, I believe I'm reading all my notes real quick. I did not miss any dislikes. I made sure I got them all in there. Yep, got it all. So tune in to the next episode, which will be a lot shorter because I have less less notes to say about all these. Where I'll give a what I where I say where, what my actually likes are of this movie. If you have AMC movie theaters that are still open near you, please support your local AMC movie theater. Check out my Rumble platform video page if you want to catch out old, old current and old current and and upcoming future videos on the Rumble video page. It's a side hobby for the business. The main path, purpose, mission, and path, purpose, mission, and objective is the uh, Anchor.fm spot, slash Spotify podcasts. The podcasts are going to level up even more. And we're going to have some great and wonderful and terrific co-hosts in the podcast in the near future. And all good things in time. The best is yet to come. 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 All good things in time. That's all for now. I'll see you in the next episode where I'll be going over my few likes, which is going to be a lot shorter of a list. All right, that's it. Thank you for listening. That's all for now. Everybody dance and have a good time one more time. Everybody dance and have a good time. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC signing out. <laughs>